listening to Throw the Podcast, brought to you by ThrowTheX.com, the very best in mediocre wrestling journalism. And now, your hosts, Jay Gunter and Ben Conrad. We are less than 24 hours away from WWE Money in the Bank 2019, and I got to be honest with you, this is easily one of my top three favorite pay-per-views. I'm really looking forward to it. I want to welcome everybody. This is Throw the Podcast Predicts. I am your host, Jay Gunter, and with me, as always, he is the second half of the duo known as Throw the X. He is the reigning, defending undisputed throw the podcast predicts champion he is ben conrad ben how you doing buddy i'm doing great jay is that all i was kind of expecting some uh, like mean smart ass comment like usual like he's like the robin to my batman or something like that ben nothing we got, like that today no ben we got a lot of show left buddy there, there there's a lot of that coming just just let me get to it okay see people that's what being the champion of the predicts gets you it gets you respect I like it. Start us <laughs> off, man. Let's let's jump into this. We yeah. have a lot of matches on this one. Yeah, let's get right into it. We're you know what? We're gonna start with the kickoff show. Um, we're gonna go right into the cruiserweight championship. You got Tony Nice versus Davari. Um, this one, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because honestly, if the WWE doesn't spend time on their cruiserweights, then why should I? Um, I still think it's too early for Nice to lose, and it's because of that I'm gonna stick with him. Uh, he'll retain the championship. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you, Jay. I think they're they're trying to spend time on Tony Nese. Um, I think they're trying to develop him a little more, um, featuring him more in matches and, and on, on television. Um, I think this is going to be a great match. I say that about every cruiserweight match on every card. Um, yeah, give me give me Nice. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they should just move the cruiserweights to NXT and, and just right. be done with it. Uh, eventually, you know what? I, I can see that happening. So, but... Um, like I said, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Moving on, this one kind of is weird because it's been a long time since we've seen Daniel Bryan on a kickoff show. Um, but here he is. It is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. You have Daniel Bryan and Rowan, the current champions, versus the Uzos. Uh, ben, what do you got? You know, Jay, you're right. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we've seen the Usos on a kickoff show. Um, you know, probably the best tag team in wrestling right now. Um I think this is going to be a great match. All four guys are, are fantastic in the ring. Um, it, it seems like this match, Jay, was kind of thrown together. I mean, we had some injuries. We had, you know, a lot of things happen. You know, the Usos were just drafted to Monday Night Raw a couple weeks ago. And now they're, you know, they're, they're competing for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, it's a little bit weird to me. Uh, the storyline doesn't make sense. I think it's going to be a, a good match inside the ropes. But give me Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan for that reason alone. The Usos are a raw tag team. Doesn't doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, Ben and, and you nailed it. The Usos were thrown in there. Look, they're they're in it to get a paycheck, uh, pretty much. That's my belief. And you know why aren't you featuring your SmackDown tag teams in the actual championship match? I don't get it. It's going to be Daniel Bryan and Rowan. There, there's no reason for them to lose to somebody that's not even on their show. Um, but moving on, we have the United States Championship. We have the Samoan Submission Machine, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Now, I, and you also, because we've talked about this previously, I'm a big fan of Samoa Joe. 
Um, I really like him. I think he's championship material. I think that he deserves a championship, even if it is just the United States championship. And and to me, like I said previously, uh, Rey Mysterio is kind of on more of a retirement tour. Uh, they've been introducing his son into storylines to try to get him some exposure. Um, for me, though, you can't take the championship off of Samoa Joe and give it to somebody that's not going to be around much longer. I, I could see them doing it to give Rey Mysterio and his son you know, more screen time and the fact that they really don't use Samoa Joe like he should. But for for our purposes, I'm going to stick with Samoa Joe the, to retain the championship. Yeah, I'm going with Samoa Joe too, Jay. Now, Rey Mysterio uh, coming up on the end of his career, like you said, but, you know, watching this guy in the ring, it doesn't really look like he's coming up on the end of his career. I mean, he looks great um, in the ring. Uh, unfortunately, you know, for me, Jay, it takes more than just wrestling ability and athleticism to be entertaining. You know, it is re- world wrestling entertainment after all. And, you know, we've talked about this week after week, how Rey Mysterio is kind of coming down with that Randy Orton syndrome. He's getting stale. Um, he doesn't really add any depth to his character. I know they're trying to do something like that right now with his son, Dominic. Um, a lot of people have him interfering in this match in some sort of capacity. Um, so do I, but I think it's going to work against Rey Mysterio in some some fashion or another, um, and I'm going to put Samoa Joe retaining in this one as well. All right, and, you know, speaking of, you know, this being an entertainment industry and not really a wrestling promotion, uh, let's talk about some Shane McMahon, somebody that doesn't really have wrestling ability, but, you, you know, he almost kills himself in every match that he's in. Let's do it. Uh, uh, you got The Miz versus Shane McMahon is going to take place inside a steel cage. This one is kind of easy for me. So at WrestleMania, you had Shane McMahon versus The Miz in a Falls Count Anywhere. Uh, you had a great spot with The Miz suplexing Shane McMahon off of a scaffolding. Um, but you still had Shane McMahon win the match. It's because of that. Shane McMahon's not a full-time wrestler. The Miz is. I think that this was put in there to give Miz the rub to finally get him over the Shane McMahon hurdle to get him on to bigger and better things. Give me the Miz in this one. Absolutely. And I'm going to go into a little bit more detail, okay? Because, you know, when I hear some Miz, I start I start ranting and raving. This is my guy here, Jay. This is for the past 10 to 15 years. This has been probably the most relevant, um, most entertainingly annoying person on the WWE roster, okay? And when I say entertainingly annoying, I mean not like big cast annoying. I mean annoying like he's trying and it's working. Um, But now he's a full-blown babyface, Jay. And, you know, it seems like right now he's got the crowd behind him right where he needs to be, right where he needs them to be. Um, When he beat Shane, or I'm sorry, the match with Shane at WrestleMania didn't beat Shane. Um, I think it kind of solidified his babyface status. But I think he needs this one. I think he needs this win here um, to get him over that hump, to set him on the track to where he looks not only like a a legitimate babyface, but a legitimate competitor, somebody who can actually win matches, win big matches, um, and and keep him in the main event. Um, They need an entertaining match. I think it's going to be with some risky spots, but I think the W here does a lot more for The Miz than it does for Shane. So give me some Miz. All right. So so we're pretty much on the same page so far. 
Um, let's move on. We got Roman Reigns versus Elias. So this one is, to me, so Roman Reigns came back from about, you know, with leukemia, and he's still kind of getting in the swing of things. He, he still really hasn't had a, a solid storyline uh, minus this one. This is kind of his, his first actual storyline since he's been back. And um, for me, when they're trying to build him back up, because you know that, that Roman Reigns is one of their top guys. You know they want him to be the top guy. And because of this, with him just now coming back, I think it's way too early for him to lose, which is why I'm going to take Roman Reigns over Elias. Elias deserves a win, too, because uh, they're rebuilding him as a heel after he was a heel, and then he was a face, and then you know somebody snapped their fingers and he was a heel again. But for me, Roman Reigns needs it more. Give me Reigns. Okay, I'm going to take Roman Reigns, too. But let me tell you, Jay, what pisses me off, Okay. Just because Elias is featured in, in, in matches and segments with some of these, uh, these top guys in WWE means absolutely nothing to me. Okay, his, his match with The Undertaker means nothing to me. Um, John Cena, Bobby Lashley, Jeff Jarrett, hell, still nothing. Means nothing to me. The guy is crazy popular. He's talented. He's, you know, from what I hear, from what I understand, he's in the good graces of, of management. But he's still nothing more than a jobber to these poster boys of the WWE shop. That's what he is. You know, he deserves better than that. Hopefully, someday we'll we'll receive better. But um, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns winning clean in this one, or maybe you know it, it could really it could really go either way. He could lose by outside interference. But either way, this match does nothing for Elias. Um, but for the sake of mining your competition, give me Roman Reigns. All right. So let's get into to the meat of the actual pay-per-view. Uh, let's get Yeah, let's get into the main championships. So this one, and you're going to hear this name a lot because she's actually in two separate championship matches. Uh, I'm going to start on the Raw side. And, of course, I'm talking about Becky Lynch, old uh, Becky Two Belts. She's oh, currently yeah. yeah, she's currently the champion of both Raw and SmackDown, and she got booked for two different matches. So she's gonna be facing Lacey Evans. She's gonna put her Raw championship on on the line for this one. And for me, okay, look, this is Lacey Evans' first legit match since she got called up to the main roster. Uh, this is a person who since she's been called up, the only time that you see her is walking down the ramp and then walking back up. Now, does Lacey Evans have a future in the WWE? Absolutely. Um, I don't think she's there yet. If, if you're familiar with her NXT work, she, she's, not a, she, she's not a superstar when it comes to wrestling. I mean, she has the basics down, but, but that's pretty much it. I, I do like her character, and I think that they could, they could you know, roll off of that. Uh, she does have a good look to her. But for me, this is the one that Becky wins. Um, Give me Lynch over Evans for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, good, good explanation for that. I um, I expect a good quality wrestling match here, Jay. Given the fact that it's it's Lacey Evans's time to show everybody what she's got on a on a huge stage, uh, being in the ring with Becky Lynch. Um, anytime a, a, a woman is in the ring with Becky Lynch right now is a huge opportunity for them because she's the hottest thing in wrestling. Um, I think Becky Lynch will retain here, but I also think the WWE's got to do 
an extremely careful job here not to take any momentum away from Evans. Um, they got to try to do whatever they can to legitimize her um, as, as like the next big threat to the women's division. You know what I mean? She's got a great look, like you said. She's great on Mike. Um, her athleticism, I think, is is better than what the the accolades that you're giving her, Jay. I think she's up there with like the top tier um, in the women's division right now. Um, you know, and, 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 and she's she's a tough big one. I mean, if you look at her, she's she, you know I think she was a, a veteran of some sort. I'm not sure what branch, but yeah, I think she was a marine. Oh, she was a Marine. Yeah, like an MP or something like that. Mm-hmm. So this is like a military cop. You know, this is a, a tough woman here. And I think she's got a, a good long career ahead of her. Um, it's just not time to take one of Becky's belts away from her. So, yes, love me some Becky Lynch. So give me some Becky Lynch. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take care of the women. I'll let you go first with the men. Is that cool? Sure. Okay. So um, you talked about keeping... Uh, you know, Lacey Evans looking strong, e- even in a loss. And I think one of the ways that you do that is maybe something like, I don't know, a, a post-match beatdown. Maybe maybe she barely loses. Maybe she loses on a fluke and then, you know, really takes it to Becky Lynch. And, and I think that's what they're setting up. Because the, the next match that Becky's featured in is against Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I think that this gives them a great out to take this belt off of Becky Lynch without actually making her look weak. Because Becky Lynch competing in the second match, after a first match, after a beatdown, you know, after getting laid out by Lacey Evans, if Charlotte Flair wins, you really can't blame Becky Lynch for for actually losing that. Um, For me, that's what I think they're going to do. Just because you can't have Becky run around with two belts forever. Uh, She's going to get burnt out. We're going to get burnt out of seeing her. Um... Even though I love me some Becky Lynch, there's only so much Becky to go around. It's because of that, I'm going to take Charlotte Flair. I think she's going to be the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the fact about uh, the fans getting burnt out. Fans do get burnt out, especially with baby faces, especially with champion baby faces. Um, I, I think that she can remain Becky two belts at least until Saudi Arabia without fans getting burnt out with her. Um, and I think she does, Jay. I think I'm excited for this one. I think this is going to be a great match. I think this is going to be the last match between these two for a while. Um, you know this, Jay. I say it all the time. Charlotte Flair is the best performer in women's wrestling today. I don't care who you are, like her, hate her. You have to respect her. Um, you know, she's got layers that unfold every week, and she never goes stale. Whatever position she's put in, whatever whatever feud she's in, Jay, she's fantastic to watch. Um, but, yes, after, after Ben Conrad heaping all the praise her way, if you guys know me, you know that this is the point where I say, she going to lose because she going to lose. Um, and here's the thing, though. Here's what's weird about her losing here. I think a loss here for Charlotte Flair does more for her in the long run than a win here. And let me explain. Another loss to Becky Lynch, Jay, she's been losing to Becky two belts for half a year now, more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can't beat Becky. Um, she's losing to Ronda Rousey. She's. I think another loss here would give us that insane heel that we desperately need right now. 
in the women's division. Um, I think it'll it'll just set her off and put her over the top as as this crazy heel. Um, and if I had to suggest anything to the creative team in WWE, I'd say after this match, keep her as far away from Becky Lynch as possible um, until you know one or the other cools down a bit, or you got a badass storyline waiting for them when they meet again. Um, perhaps even put them on separate brands and let them. You know, give them time away from each other after this one. Give me Becky Lynch, Jay. This is uh, the one that I'm going to gain a point on you here, I think, because Becky Two Belts makes it at least until Saudi Arabia in June. Okay, so we we finally differ on one of our matches. So this yep. is going to be the one that I'm going to win the championship off of, I got a feeling. Um, okay. Or maybe this one, which I'm going to let you take first. I'm talking about the WWE Championship match. You have your current champion, Kofi Kingston, uh, going up against Kevin Owens. Ben, what do you got? Yeah, okay. Let's talk about some, uh, I don't know what you want to call this, uh, WWE musical chairs. Because this is the greatest example of the WWE and how the wheels just keep on turning. Kofi Kingston, as most of you know, replaced Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, Jay, because... Uh, it wasn't really... I read an interview with, with Kevin Owens where they asked him this question. Do you feel like Kofi stole your spot? He said, no, he didn't steal my spot. He was given that spot because he deserved that spot. The fans got behind him. And you've seen what happened. It led to a WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan, which was originally supposed to be a, a Daniel Bryan-Kevin Owens match, which turned into a Daniel Bryan-Kofi Kingston match, which now, after a Daniel Bryan injury, turned into a Kofi Kingston-Kevin Owens match. I mean, it just keeps going and going and going. It doesn't slow down. It's musical chairs. Um, I think at some point during this match, we'll most likely see um, Sami Zayn. You know, we've seen him on, on SmackDown the other night um, get involved. And we'll probably see Xavier Woods get involved here. I think it's a bit early to take the belt off of Kofi. He's still hot. He still gets uh, cheered. Everywhere he goes. So, yeah. Give me my man, Kofi. Okay, so you, you pretty much went down every note that I had written down for this match. Um, yeah, Kevin Owens was supposed to have that spot. So when Kevin Owens came back from injury, uh, he, he was a face. And he was an awesome face. He, he was billed as like an everyman. You know, a guy that everybody could relate to. And the only reason that he was turned heel was because Daniel Bryan uh, suffered an injury. And they had to kind of uh, rush a new heel into feud with Kofi. Um, and that's pretty much where, where this match comes from. Now, Kevin Owens was supposed to face Daniel Bryan. Kevin Owens as a face was supposed to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And for all we know, Kevin Owens would be the champion right now if they actually went through with their original plans. Um, for me, so it, it all depends on how much confidence Vince has in Kofi. Um, if Vince is looking at Kofi and seeing the crowd reaction and things like that and saying, hey, he was kind of a one-hit wonder, he was kind of a flash in the pan, you know, the fans really got behind him during WrestleMania and now they're cooling off on him, I could totally see them giving it to Kevin Owens. And like you mentioned, it could be something where Sami Zayn comes out and uh, runs interference for him and they put it on Kevin Owens. For me, I like Kofi. I really like Kofi. Kevin Owens is an amazing heel. Hell, he's an amazing face. I to me, Kevin Owens can do no wrong. And I think that he would be great as a champion. Um, 
judging off of the crowd reactions, judging off of all of that, I would say that they stick with Kofi with this. But this is this is one that I'm going to keep my eye on. Because of all the matches here, minus, of course, the Money in the Bank matches, um, this is the one I had the most trouble picking. Because I can definitely see them going with Kevin Owens, giving a heel a championship run, which, like you always say, Ben, heels are always better champions anyway. But for this, I'm going to stick with Kofi Kingston. Um, moving on to the next men's championship, you have, for the Universal Championship, you have your current champion, Seth Rollins, versus newcomer to Raw, AJ Styles. Ben, who are you going with? I'm going with Seth Rollins. Want to know why? I mean, not really, but... You know. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it anyways. Right. Damn it, it's my show too. Um, I think in this match we're going to see AJ Styles kind of become that, that heel um, that he's eventually going to be. We're going to see a lot of heel tactics from him. Um, and maybe even a full-blown full blown turn uh, after the match. Um, I think Rollins is going to retain. I'm assuming it's going to be a, a, a great match that might end with a, a quick roll-up pin by Rollins to get the win. It's going to piss off Styles. Um, it's going to lead to possibly a beatdown after the match. you got to keep in mind here, Jay, Rollins is slated to defend against Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia, correct? Yes. It's at Super Showdown. Currently. So, Oh, currently, you know, everything's subject to change. We all know that, especially with the, the Saudi Arabia stuff. Um, but, you know, hell, the next guy that walks into a consulate, we might not see half the roster show up this year. Um, was that a mean thing to say? No, because we're totally going to get into that next show. So I, I was oh, that's why I didn't say anything back, because I know we're going to talk about it next show. Okay, I didn't know if it was too soon to make Saudi consulate jokes or not, but why do you think I like heel champions so much, Jay? I'm a heel myself. That's just what I do. I'm in character right now, so I can't get in trouble for stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, so keeping in mind what's planned for uh, Rollins down the road, um, I think you keep him champion. It makes the match with Lesnar or the the supposed match with Lesnar a little more entertaining. Um, AJ Styles will have his time. I mean, guys, he's AJ Styles. He's the best in the world. Um, Sorry, Shane, but... Um, yeah, give me, give me Rollins here, Jay. Okay, and and once again, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. They're they're turning AJ Styles. He he's going to be a heel probably after this match, if I had to guess. And what better way to turn somebody heel than to have them, you know, lose a match and kind of go crazy over it? Uh, they've been teasing this for a while. I get it. Um, my thing, even if that wasn't going to happen. You don't have Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, make it a huge deal. You know, the Beast Slayer. This this guy, you know, Brock Lesnar has ran through the competition. There's nobody that could take Brock Lesnar out. And yet Seth Rollins does. And then at the very next pay-per-view, you take the championship off of him. Uh, doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going to go with Seth Rollins also. And, mm-hmm. and Ben, I'm going to give you the option here. Do you want okay. to lead off? the men's or the women's money in the bank match? Um, Jay, I got to tell you, man, I have hunches on both these matches, but they're really just nothing more than a guess. You know, I'll I'll lead off the women's. Okay. 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 It's for, for the women's money in the bank ladder match, guys, we've got Ember Moon, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Bailey, Natalia, Naomi and Carmella. 
Okay, um, the person that kind of stood out to me a little bit more than the rest in this one is Mandy Rose. Um, I think that she would probably, in my opinion, I think that she would probably benefit the most from winning the briefcase. Um, but to be honest with you, Jay, I'm going to spend most of this match trying to tell Dana Brooke and Natalia apart from each other. <laughs> I don't really, seriously, I don't really care much about this match. But, you know, for the sake of, of me gaining another point on you, Mandy Rose. Okay. Um, this one. And, and by the way, before you yeah. start, get Dana Brooke some, some new ring gear. She looks like Natalia, dude. I was watching a match with her the other day. And I, they look like Siamese twins out there. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I agree with you in that. And um, here's the thing for me with this money in the bank match. There, there's a lot of directions that they can go. So you have a couple. I, I don't want to call them malcontents, but they kind of are if you believe the rumors. You have Bailey, who, if the rumors are true, which I don't know if they are, because there's a lot of people coming out and saying that that you know they're not. But she basically had kind of a blow-up backstage um, when uh, at WrestleMania when she was set to drop her tag team championships. And, you know, she's placed in this match that can't be looked at favorably by management. But at the same time, if management is trying to keep her happy, this would be a great way to go about it. Uh, the other person is Naomi, who's very outspoken on social media about not being used correctly, not being in the main, you know, the main event picture of the women's division, things like that. And uh, same thing goes for her. You know, if, if they want to keep her happy, this is a great way to go about it. Um, Nikki Cross, to me, she was thrown into this match. Um, she, she originally wasn't a part of it. You've seen her on TV very sparingly. And I'm talking about, in you know, since she got moved over, we might have seen five minutes of airtime with Nikki Cross. Um, so Alexa Bliss wasn't cleared to compete in this match, and so they inserted Nikki Cross. To to me, that automatically eliminates her. Um, Dana Brooke, if you believe everything that other wrestlers are saying about her, she is like the best employee WWE has. Um, she shows up early. She helps set up the ring. After she's done setting up the ring at the house shows and everything, she stays in the ring to work on her wrestling skills. Uh, she's always in the gym, which I believe. Um, you know, if they want to give her a little rub, that would be the way to do it. Ember Moon deserved better than what she got. Em Ember Moon was a, a really hot ticket in NXT. You know, she, she was... Uh, Kind of got the torch passed to her after the original women's evolution left. And, and she carried it, you know, with pride. She did a pretty good job. But since she's gotten moved up to the main roster, she's been pretty non-existent to me. Um, Mandy Rose is somebody they've been trying to push forever. Mainly because she has the look. She has a great look to her. Her wrestling skills, I wouldn't say, are above average. Um, but I think you're right. Because they've been trying to do this for so long this is the way to do it. I'm going to take Mandy Rose also, um, but, you know, there's reasons to give it to other people. I just think knowing WWE, knowing the way that they operate, Mandy Rose probably will get it. Why do you got to steal all my picks, dude? I'm going to let you do the next match. I'm going to let you do the men's ladder match um, because, honestly, I'm just going to, like, you might talk me into something. You might talk me out of something. See, and the men's ladder match to me, if we were talking a week ago, this was the easiest match to pick of all of them. And then something happened, and 
it kind of changed my perspective on that. So for the men's ladder match, you have Ricochet, you got Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Ali, Andrade, formerly Cien Almas, uh, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. And now, when this originally came out, and me and you were talking about this, I, I think we were drinking, and um, we looked at it. And, no. Yeah, I know. We looked at it, and we're like, dude, Drew McIntyre's going to win. You know you need the match. You know, it's going to be Drew McIntyre. There's no way they're going to go with somebody that's not Drew McIntyre. Then, Braun Strowman gets taken out of the match. Uh, you know, storyline-wise, he was not injured or anything like that. But and in his place, you now have Sami Zayn. And it got me thinking, why? Why would WWE do that? You know, there, there's no problem with Braun Strowman in that. You, you're not really building him for anything so if he doesn't win it's not going to be like a oh my god moment for the fans you know he's not going to lose any momentum because you're not giving him any to begin with so I started thinking and I'm like man what if Kevin Owens wins the championship and then Sami Zayn wins the money in the bank you you go you go back to the well one more time and you do the the whole Sami Zayn uh, Kevin Owens thing. I mean, you could even have him be friends again and, you know, just have Owens always looking kind of side-eyed at Sammy because he's the one carrying around the briefcase. Um, to me, if you're booking ahead of time, that's the way that you go because that is a built-in storyline. That is something that that just screams, you know, um, you, you, could, you could just run that forever. You could run that for months and months and months and, you know, it's, it's there for you because... I think that that would be perfect if they're booking ahead of time. And I know that WWE doesn't do that anymore. I'm going to stick with Drew McIntyre. But to me, if I was booking this, I'd give it to Sammy. Yeah, Jay, you are an absolute genius. Okay, now I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who had the same same thoughts. But you're the one right in front of me right now. So, listen. It's going to go one of two ways. If... Kofi Kingston retains, Drew McIntyre wins this match, in my opinion. Um, if Kevin Owens wins the belt, Sami Zayn wins this match. Because you're right, what a great storyline, man, to have a, a, a paranoid champion, Kevin Owens, um, with his best friend in his corner, with the Money in the Bank contract, ready, you know, just waiting to cash it in at any second. Um, you're right. They could run with that for a long time. Um, and I think it'd be just wildly entertaining for everybody. Um, that's the route that I would take. But since I chose Kofi Kingston earlier in the night um, to retain, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Drew McIntyre, Jay. That was my first guess before this whole Sami Zayn stuff started happening. So I'm going to stick with it. If I have to give away a point here, so be it. Um, Give me, give me Big Drew, man. I, 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 either way, I like a heel briefcase uh, carrier regardless. Um, I think something like 16 out of the last 23 have been heels. Um, and that's for a reason. That's because heels are just naturally better with the briefcase. So we'll see. I hope you're right. I'd like to see Sami Zayn win this match um, for, for entertainment purposes. But, you know, you can't go wrong with Drew McIntyre either. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're absolutely right. Heels are always better running with that, mainly because if you think about it, um, cashing in your money in the bank briefcase is kind of a sneaky way of winning. 
you know, it's kind of a backhanded way to do it. Yes, and, exactly. And so it works better with a heel. You know, when, it, when a face does, you're looking, you're like, dude, you're supposed to be a face. Why are you, you know, waiting until the guy's laying on his back, you know, to, to come into the match? Right. So you're absolutely right. But, all right, so those are our picks, and they were almost identical. I mean, right down the line. And, and you know, we didn't tell each other what we were picking ahead of time, and we do that to be fair because, you know, I don't want to give Ben any ideas to – to change his pick so he doesn't lose um but but it's going to be a great pay-per-view like i said it's it's one of my top three favorites because this traditionally and i know the past couple haven't really mattered but traditionally money in the bank is a way to get people over and you can look at past money in the bank winners you can look at your anybody anybody that has won money in the bank not named john cena and that was the, the, the kind of platform that they were given. I mean, you have The Miz, you got Dolph Ziggler, you got people that deserved a chance, but maybe weren't in the main event picture until they won this. And uh, that's why I really enjoy this, because there, there is that, you know, mystique of maybe something changing inside WWE. Um, ben, you got anything for the people? Um, yeah, I do have something for the people, but first, for you, Jay, I was just thinking, um, you, you went on just like a wild rant just now, and it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with what you were talking about. I was barely listening. But what are you going to do tomorrow with Money in the Bank on and also the finale of Game of Thrones? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what I've been doing with Raw and SmackDown for about the past month. I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. I'm going to turn on Money in the Bank. And I'm going to fast forward through the majority of the stuff that I don't give a damn about. <laughs> okay. I'm just just wondering. I just something hit me and I had to ask it. But yeah, for the people out there, make sure you tweet us, guys. We're at TTX Wrestling. Um, that's at TTX Wrestling. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you guys have any opinions. You know, you listen to me talk. I'll I'll show. The least I can do is listen to you. Um, I like to interact. I might even throw some curse words at, at you if I don't agree with what you're saying. Um, I'm a heel. I'm a heel by nature. Yeah, I mean, so, no, no curse words on the podcast, though. We are trying to, to play nice with iTunes. No, I'll use my Twitter for that. So so get at us. Um, Jay, anything? That's that's all I got, dude. No, the only thing I got, uh, make sure you check us out next week. Um, we got some stuff that I really want to talk about. I mean, I want to talk about Alistair Black. I want to talk about Bray G.D. Wyatt. Probably the most entertaining thing WWE has going for them. And I really, really wanted to talk about that today. But we're going to get to that next week. Um, ben, I know you love you some Bray Wyatt. Love me some Bray Wyatt. And you know what, Jay? We're going to introduce Cowboy Conrad Shoots from the Hip next week. It is coming. I've been teasing it for weeks now. Cowboy Conrad will shoot from the hip next week. Yeah, I mean, you. I, I know you listened to the podcast that I did with uh, Thomas Fenton about AEW. And uh, he was he was pretty bummed out that we didn't that you were under the weather and we couldn't do the cowboy Conrad thing. I did my best in your stead, which turned out to be one question that neither of us answered correctly. So um, so me personally, I'm looking forward to you being back for that. Um, like Ben mentioned, make sure you follow us on Twitter at TTX Wrestling. Um, he mentioned that if you tweet at us, we will bring it on the show, uh, whether we agree with it or not. And once again, these are all our opinions. So if you don't agree with something, let us know. Trust me, you're not going to hurt our feelings. Chances are Ben's going to be too drunk to realize what you're saying about him anyway. 
Um, make sure you check us out. We're exclusive with WrestlingNewsWorld.com. You can go there. You can hear all of our previous podcasts, and you can get some amazing backstage news um, as it happens. Um, if you want to listen to all of our podcasts, we are available on every podcast streaming service out there. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it. If you- we get it, dude. We're, we're everywhere. We get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can put the, the program on a cell phone, you can get our podcast. I promise you that. Uh, with that being said, enjoy Money in the Bank 2019. I know that I'm going to, and we will see you next week. Guy with a cool voice, take us out. Thank you for listening to Throw the Podcast. Join us again next week for even more wrestling commentary. <laughs>